welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. No one appointed me spokesman or commissioner for the Pac-12, but I feel it's my responsibility, my job, it's my cross to bear that I need to defend the conference I hold dear. I go to Washington State. I root for the Pac-12 schools when they're not playing Washington State, and I will defend this conference. Today I read an article, and now this is not just a single story. This is a continuous trend saying the Pac-12 is the weakest conference in the Power Fives. First of all, the Power Fives is a stupid term. It is just disrespectful to all other schools. And look, I will agree, this article I read today had some valid points. The Pac-12 network is not great. The lack of visibility with the Pac-12 after dark is not great. It doesn't help that all the schools are on the West Coast, so there's the East Coast bias time with the voters. But to say the Pac-12 is failing during a global pandemic and that's your stance is just asinine. There's no reason for it. You can't take that stance. The Pac-12 conference was very clear on their stance for what they were going to do and how they wanted to play. And I've been pro-Pac-12, not just because I'm some homer, but because they took the time to establish higher quality testing protocols. Ultimately, it did not work as well as we hoped. Now, is that to blame the Pac-12? Or is that to blame the players for not following the rules? We can't actually draw any connection to that. To look at this season in a microscope doesn't work because we were still learning about this virus. We're still learning about this virus now and are rolling out vaccines. In the beginning, we thought we could catch this virus from a doorknob. So let's not slander the Pac-12 because they wanted to wait a couple months before saying they could play football. By the way, a football player did die due to complications of the COVID virus. Jermaine Stevens Jr., a college football player for California University of Pennsylvania, a D2 school, yes, I know it's not D1, but D2, died from complications. For me personally, one death is one too many. And now one of the major points of this article is the bowl games. How the majority of our teams opted out. Oh my god, are you serious? That's your main point? The bowl games? No one cares about the bowl games a week later. The only bowl games that truly matter are the two playoff games. And ultimately, the New Year's Six games are fun. They're good for your fans. They're good for revenue. But that's guess what? This year, there wasn't any of that. There's less of an incentive to play a bowl game than there has been in years past. You're not getting the gate money from the tickets. You're not getting concessions. It doesn't have the same draw. And you can't win a championship, which is the ultimate goal of the season, by winning the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic or the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And the only thing the fans will remember from the Armed Forces Bowl was the brawl that ensued right after the game. But congratulations, Mike Leach. You and the SEC will be remembered for fighting Tulsa. Good for you. And look... As a current student who is paying for Zoom University, online classes are extremely tiring. It burns you out quickly. You're staring at a computer all day for classes. The teachers don't try as hard, and you have to go back on your computer to do homework. And if you're a student athlete and they say, hey, we can play the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl game, or you can go home early and see your family, which you haven't been able to see since June and during a pandemic, That's really not fun. You miss your family. You miss your friends from back home. You want to see them. That's understandable. I would choose going home. And let's go through this. Do you remember the year UCF, University of Central Florida? They went undefeated for two straight years. Self-proclaimed national champions. Do you know the year they won their bowl game? Do you know what bowl game it was? You don't. Do you remember who they beat? I believe they beat Auburn, but you don't remember. Do you remember who just won the Citrus Bowl this year? You don't. And that game happened two days ago. The only game people will remember is the upset from Ohio State and Clemson, and then once again, Notre Dame not showing up in the big game. That's it. They don't remember the other bowl games. There's no incentive for teams to play 
in a bowl game this year. Now let's talk about slandering the Pac-12 with Larry Scott. Larry Scott is an easy target. He's so easy. Pick a new target, man. Everyone takes shots at Larry Scott. You can easily find a new one. Yes, we pay a lot for our of rent for our offices in San Francisco, which are closed now. But the three most influential schools, arguably in our conference at least, are all located in California. So when you start a business and you need to convince people to come live where your business is, you got to pick a place that's appealing. So there are, San Francisco was, when they opened their offices, very appealing. There were tech startups. There was everything. San Francisco was on the rise. It's a great place to live. I lived there for 15 years. It is expensive, but you have to appeal to people somehow. What's more appealing to a potential director of marketing, San Francisco or Toad Suck Ferry, Arkansas? So yes, we got issues with marketing and visibility, but the argument that he's making is all centered around football. That doesn't work. You can't have this argument directed purely at football because the NCAA is comprised of more than one sport. And yes, I know football makes some money and I know basketball is a second, but it doesn't work. We have volleyball, soccer, fencing, rowing. You can't just pick and choose. I can't say, well, I got all A's and B's in five of my classes, but I failed the second one. I can't graduate. Guess what? You failed one of them. You can't graduate on time. You don't get to pick and choose. And to argue we don't win, the Pac-12 doesn't win. The Pac-12 might not win football, but we sure as heck win more than every other conference. We have the most overall national champions in total. Just national championships. So let's just go through a few. Baseball. Oregon State, 2018. Oh, three of the last four years in women's soccer. And oh, last year, three of the four spots were in Pac-12 teams. Plus, Stanford won three straight championships in soccer. 15, 16, and 17. And just to know, dominance. Pure dominance. In water polo, we've won a title every year since 1998. And yes, there are not a ton of water polo teams, but they're still a legit sport. You still have a coach. You still pay for scholarships. Pac-12 is the second winningest conference in women's gymnastics. Softball won the most recent championship. So to argue we don't win football or basketball, that's great. Those are two sports. Those are very influential sports. But you can't build an argument off of two sports. The NCAA is made up of more than one or two sports. So look, fans of the Pac-12 unite because we're not getting relegated. If you want to talk to anyone getting relegated for not performing their deed in football, relegate everyone else out of the ACC. There are some valid points with our media and our visibility, but using a bowl game during a global pandemic when there's zero incentive to play a bowl game, that's not an argument. That's just taking shots in the dark, man. Come on, guys. Next week, we're going to have a great interview with Dallas Hobbs. I hope you guys enjoy it. Go Cougs. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Man, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I get him a prostitute? What 